he's stuck at home and he's locked the door. Lanny the lockdown loser. When the COVID spikes, it's a bad time for Lanny the lockdown loser. His emotional health is up shit creek, but we love to hear that sad sack speak. A brand new catchphrase every week. Oh no, the mailman stopped coming to the door. It's episode 304. Lanny the lockdown loser. Has has Lenny the Lockdown Loser started doing rhyming catchphrases? I know. Was oh, that intentional? Has, just for today. He, oh, good. I, I, okay. I started to worry that maybe he'd been doing it this whole time and I just hadn't even realized <laughs> no, the I think I, of Lenny. I, I think it was just for today. The levels. Is the it levels. possible that Lenny the Lockdown Loser's days might be numbered at least for the for the I time know. Being? I mean, we, we have yeah. uh, gone from one step uh, in very strict lockdown to 25Ks, which almost covers... Us being in the same place, like I know we like, we could rendezvous. We could rendezvous at Carl's house, basically. Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. But so well, at this I stage, thought I was. I always thought I was midway. So are you more than twenty five k away from each other? Yeah, yeah, only just though, like maybe two, like, three k's. Oh come on! There's gonna be a buffer. <laughs> no, there's no buffer. Rules is rules. Before you go to Sydney, we have to do one in person. Otherwise, I quit. <laughs> Well, it might have to be in a park, um, or who knows? The rules, the rules may have changed. Um, True. We'll see. To twenty-seven point five kilometers. Perfect. Because <laughs> at the moment, yeah, we could rendezvous at Carl's house, but we yeah. couldn't go inside. Uh, we'd have to yeah, be in the park. We'd have, we'd have to uh, and, do it in a park. But yeah, only, yeah. I think only two of us could hang out, and, and another one would have to be off to the side. Loitering, because <laughs> we're from three different households. Oh no! You can have two fam. I thought it was two families could come to your house. No, oh, like no. outside, like no. it was. It wasn't. Th- it was. It was three altogether, including yourself. We just need to marry Alex and one of our daughters off. We'd be one family, and then, uh, <laughs> and then we could be two what families. If, two what different. if I adopt you two? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I what mean if, that'll, okay. that'll work. Yeah. Yeah. You could be the sons I never had. <laughs> we could have compassionate grounds. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, Mary gets to see her grandmother in Geelong every couple of weeks, so I'm sure we could get together and podcast. We it's just like need to get a work permit. This is our job. It our is job yeah. is entertaining the listeners. That's true. That's true. I'll just file some paperwork and we'll get it done. Yeah. yeah we, we, probably, to... we could have been in this garage the whole time if I'd been bothered doing the admin. <laughs> we probably <Damn> could have. <laughs> Spark um, has got to come together. I we mean, gotta, we do. Before you, you head away now, the good news yeah, is. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yes, yeah, good the, news, good news, bad news. Good bad news, news bad for news. us. Good, We've been hinting at it. Up, in the fact that we've been talking openly about it over the past couple of episodes <laughs> with our surreptitious hints of here's exactly what's happening. Uh, but, yes, it was finally confirmed and announced officially that the Magic Mike um, juggernaut is launching in Sydney in December. So I am being whisked away in about three weeks. Uh, yeah, Holy I think, heck. I think November yeah. 12 is when they're planning to fly me up there. Wow. Hey, Zeus. Uh, so we've got three more weeks. Oh. Jesus. And uh, wow, that's insane. That is. We can uh, get one, one in person podcast. Yeah, Definitely. I think things are going to ease again this uh, this Sunday because numbers are staying low. We're still yeah. under, I think there were four new cases today, maybe five. So oh, we're still heading. That's bad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I we have I, been down at one and two. Um, yeah, I know. But, but all, the cases, the, all the cases, all the cases thus far are traceable, though. That's the thing. They're new yeah. cases, but they're right. Okay. 
they're part so we're of back, We're back at the point where schools are closing down again already oh. that have just opened. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, in, in, oh, this... in Melbourne? Yeah. Oh, oh really? Uh, That's what I read. Yeah, I read a school in Preston has had to close down because the kid had COVID. I'm like, oh, this is all very, very familiar. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. It's like, great. The cases are so low now. Let's start opening things up. And it's like, well, that's because that's the reason they're so low. Like, because yeah. we can keep doing this lockdown forever and the numbers will stay really low. But I just, I imagine that you're going to be back in your kitchen like two weeks after you've gone to Sydney, you know? Well, like, you'll be in quarantine for two weeks. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sydney seems to be running on a different virus than us, yeah. though. They seem to be really? able to have 10, 10 cases, 15 cases, and then go and to zero go. for like two weeks. And yeah. I okay. mean, to be fair, they're not getting tested. That's they, They're using the <laughs> right. Trump's. They're using the right. Trump method of if we don't get tested, we'll be allowed to go outside. If, you, if you've got a cold, if you've got a sniffle, don't tell <sighs> anyone. Just fucking suck it up <laughs> and, and we'll all be able to go back to normal. Because the reality is for most, for the majority of the population that get it, they will be fine. So yeah, I can see people just going, I'll get it and I won't say anything. Yeah. And maybe they'll just self-isolate themselves. Yeah. Well, that's what you hope. You'd hope that yeah. if people are going to go down that way, they'll at least have the common courtesy to do that. But People are dickheads. So. dickheads. <laughs> if 2020 has taught us anything, yeah, you're the dickheads. Look, a lot of people are great. Let's a lot not of people. Forget. The majority oh, yeah. of people I'd are say, champions. I'd, I'd say 99.5 percent of the Visna listenership are great. Oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah. what yeah. this year has taught us is that you only need that one percent, yeah, dickhead factor to really fuck the 99 percent up. Yeah. Because they make the most noise. That's, you know, like they're the ones that are make, and then everyone's like, oh, oh shit, there's a lot of noise about this. And yeah. it's infectious. It is infectious. We're going to call them the vocal <sighs> minority. That's what we're going to call them. The vocal <laughs> minority. I'm going to call them the fuckheads. <laughs> yeah. God, just, you, we gonna, can all have our own thing. Who's going to stop you, Carl? Who's going to stop what? you calling them? No one. Because no. I can't come to your house. It's illegal. It's our Did liberty. It's uh, uh, stealing our liberty by making us wear masks. I'm very excited as the end of the month approaches. There's a few milestone events coming up. Uh, mm. We have a grand final, Rick Brown. Oh, it's, it's My happened. team and your team, finally, I know. in our this entire the, lifetime. This is the first one in all of our lifetimes of any of our teams facing each other in the grand final. Uh, yes. We all yeah. made it to the grand final, but never against any of each, each other's teams. Now, last week we were talking about Sophie's choice. This feels like Sophie's choice for me. Like, uh, it's like, do I do who do I choose? Do I choose Rick or do I choose Jason? Well, I think we all know. Look, uh, love the Tigers. They've got the best theme song. That goes without yeah, saying. But true. Geelong's got the Geelong's got the rock solid storyline for this year's grand final. We've got oh, the last they? dance storyline. Oh, really? 20, it fits the twenty twenty um, narrative because everyone was into okay. Michael Jordan's the last dance. You yeah, know, yeah. going into lockdown. And now, hopefully, coming out of lockdown, we can we can bookend it with um, Geelong's own last dance storyline. Gary Ablett, one yeah, one last shot back. at the title, and he's he's Bright. had a very Jordan Jordan parallel journey. You know, he he yeah. came into Geelong and he got them to championships, got them to be champions. Then he left for mm. a little bit, uh, and then he's come back for one last shot at, at glory. Um, and this is it. You know, his final season. Um, it's, Didn't it's, he uh, leave for Brisbane? Was that where he played? Oh, okay, Suns. Suns. No, Gold Coast, buddy. Yeah, he Gold went for Coast, the, that's right. He went for the sweet cash. Um, it was when I was starting up Gold Coast and I went, we need big right. names. And Gary Ablett said, I'll do it for a lot of money. And they said, we will give you a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I got my Brisbane teams mixed up. Uh, so, yeah, so Tigers, look, I, I, you know, as a Tiger supporter, we've had our fair share over the last few years. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see another premiership and also don't mind losing to Geelong. 
So uh, I'm, I'm, and I also a- must say the. Sorry, you go. Oh, Rich! I was going to say Richmond have also taken on the mantle of of the villains of late. Um, really? Uh, yeah. They've. Oh yeah, because they've got the they've got that real oh just that real jerk in their side. Um, Tom Lynch, who came mm. down from um from either Gold Coast or Brisbane. I can't remember which one. Jeez, we've got a lot of confusion about our yeah. Queensland teams. <laughs> um, but he's he's proved to be a real jerk. Like he's just really? a real preppy looking. He's like a bad guy in an eighties film. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, he's all polo shirts all day after off right. the field. And he's, uh, uh, but then we've got the flip side of that. We've got like Basha Hooli, whose mum's had, had COVID and he had to stay away and he's come back into the team. He's brought his whole family. He, he's, he's declined to come and play because his wife was having a baby. So he stayed down here while she had the baby and then came up afterwards. And so he, we've got our own Cinderella story, buddy. And Basha Hooli played yeah. for Essendon as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I mean, I oh, feel you're like torn, Carl. Anyway, we've, we've made our pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll get back Heck, to you. No, am I? On, like... Am I on lag? Am I on lag or something? You, you do have a little lag. You're not too bad. I feel like I'm very out of sync with you at the moment. I don't think so. Uh... Well, it always takes you about uh, two seconds to respond to me. <laughs> no, that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. It's just a morning I don't podcast. know. I'm not sure. I can't tell. Uh, so I think, I mean, part of me feels that I should go for Richmond just because my stepdad went for Richmond was a Mad Tiger supporter and stuff. Right, right. And he died. So yeah, there you go. Just, just, um, for, this, just for this one time. Though I do love Geelong. There's no villain in it. That's the problem for me because yeah. of watching this. I feel like I should do the Rick Brown thing and pick a team and then bet on the other team. And then <laughs> there's at least some kind of stakes for me or something. Or just randomly mm. pick a team, toss a coin, pick a team, and put like fifty bucks on it. And now it's like, fuck! Now I really want them to win. Ask, ask to Siri right now which yeah. team. Ask Siri right right now which team you should pick on the weekend. All right. Is you still got Indian Siri? Which team should I pick in the grand final this weekend? I am not allowed to help you in your game. Oh, the sounds off. Hang on, I got to turn my sound on to it again. Which team should I pick in the AFL grand final this weekend? I found this on the web. <laughs> what are the Bye-bye. odds? Bye. <laughs> Take care. Classic Siri. Take what care. Take care. Yeah. Um, do, what are the odds? Do we know? I don't, I don't even know what the odds are. Yeah, who's it's the favorite? Pretty tight. It's it's it's. There's. I don't think. I'd say probably Richmond is the favorite, but I, I haven't looked, and I imagine it's pretty tight. Right. There's not a lot to split them. Yeah. So what is, is there going to be any fanfare yes. before the game or anything like that? Like, can they do that stuff? Yeah, they're going to do the whole... Yeah, in Brisbane. Yeah. Pre-show, all good. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's pre-show. I mean, it's at night time. It's the nighttime grand final. Is it? Um, there's pre-show entertainment. Yep. Yes, Carl. Yeah, I don't know anything. They've taken this opportunity. They've taken to do this opportunity to... Exactly right. They're like, if it's going to be a weird one, it might as well be a weird one, you know? Yeah. yeah. Let's do a um, one. I... I heard on the radio that they're they're taking a section of the MCG turf up by truck. Yeah, I saw in that a refrigerated truck <laughs> to lay on the Brisbane um, on the on the ground on the Gabba. Yeah, so right. As part of the MCG 
uh, on the on the ground. It's uh, just from someone saying, in it'd be Brisbane. Hilarious if it's just a tripping hazard. Yeah, it's, <laughs> right away. All the all the top names just break their ankles on it. <laughs> They've got to play the game with three people on either side. They're not trucking that in. Some dude in Brisbane's going to wake up in the morning and go out to water his lawn and there'll be a big fucking hole in it where they've just dug up a patch of someone's lawn yeah. to take with them. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's the MCG. They drove it out no of the MCG. No one in the MCG's got MCG quality turf. No one. <laughs> but it will be MCG because it's like, this is the grass of Michael Connor Georgensen. <laughs> Your uh, odds are Richmond $1.85 versus oh. Geelong at two. Oh, that's close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't even pick that. With Richmond just... Because the Richmond are, uh, you know, they're reigning premiers. So you've yeah, got they've a got. Little, yeah, they know what they're doing, but they don't know about the last dance factor. They don't know, <laughs> and they're both they're both similar playing teams as well in terms of their their scrappy ground play. They look like a bunch of school kids running after the ball. Um, Isn't that just football now, though? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And so their scrappy ground play is gonna uh, come in come into play. I reckon Geelong could have it, but um, it's gonna yeah, it's gonna be interesting. interesting. I'm so. Because there's no bad guy, I'm so te- – I'm just like – I don't think I'm actually even going to watch the game. I just – Classic no, Carl. <laughs> I've got no – there's no stakes for me. I don't know. It's just like I want a Brisbane team or a shit team. Or like can go, oh, no, interstate team's going to win and all that business. But it's just not that team. Well, we don't watch it, Carl. You haven't watched a game all season. You might as well not watch this one. The last game I watched was the grand final last year. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I didn't watch any regular season games, but I've tuned in for the finals. So I've watched all the final series um, this time well, around. So my team, my team is, there's a chance that my team won't be existing next year. So there's and, not a lot to, Essendon's history over the last, what, five, six, seven years, it's been pretty poor. Yeah, it has. It hasn't been a great team to follow. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're border, bordering on ambivalence anyway. They've done yeah. nothing to sort of nurture your love of football. Yeah, there's sure. no pride there. You can have no pride I was, pride in I was into it. Like, I would watch the games and stuff. Um, and then the whole drug thing happened and it was just it, – and then they had, like, just the shitty, dodgy players that they could get from anywhere to play in their team. And it was like, no, nah, this is fucked. Yeah. And I'm not going to watch it. And then I was trying to <laughs> – then I couldn't get Alexander into it. And Yeah. So, yeah, anyway. All yeah. over. So oh, I've got some random facts. I've got some random facts. What? Uh, what episode are we? 304, because it rhymes with yeah. door. I remember now. Thanks, Lenny door. Lockdown Loser. I, I, oh, I, I, I found oh, an interesting random fact on the weekend as well, so uh, I'll just throw that on the end of the line. All right. Maybe in the middle. I like to right, right. put you in the sandwich. Could, um, and then I've got one as well, so when you want, Rick, just throw to us. Just throw to I've us. I've got one. Oh, mate, nice. Oh, let's start. I want to start with some positivity. Let's. Okay. Let's, let's, this is what the world needs now. Dolly Parton. Oh. Has has a program that will mail your child a free age appropriate book once a month from birth to age five, no obligation, no catch. She just wants to make sure that every child has books. Dolly that Parton is amazing. Yeah. Dolly Parton. I looked into it a bit. Um, yeah. It's it's legitimate. One hundred one hundred and forty five million and a half million uh, books mailed so far. That's Holy the way crap. to use a fortune. Like Dolly that's awesome. yeah. Imagination Library, it's called. That's insane. Um, and is it only America or is it worldwide? No, look, it started in America, obviously, started in her home home state, and it is now uh there are participating communities within the United States, United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, and the oh. Republic of Ireland. So Whoa. if anyone out there has a child, um, yeah. you know, f- from baby to age five. You just want to get some sweet, free Dolly Parton reading material. I mean, it could all be propaganda. It could all be Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, you know, just well, we're encouraging you to buy her CDs and stuff like that. We yeah. had a, 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 a listener, uh, just just uh, turn out a baby uh, in New Zealand. Uh, Jennifer oh, Sullivan. Yeah. Oh yeah, pedantic in Wellington. Yeah, pedantic oh, really? in Wellington has just had a little baby boy. Awesome. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and congratulations! Uh, congratulations! Yeah, right. yeah uh, he's a beautiful little um, little man. Uh, so well g- get on board. Was it in New Zealand? Did you say New Zealand? There? No, you've you've really you've, oh no, you've really led her astray on that one. I, I clearly <laughs> stated the participating countries, and if anyone heard me say New Zealand, I don't know, I don't know how, I don't know why, because there is no New Zealand listed. So I think um, Jason just shoehorned in his fact. That was his random fact. He's just like, I'm putting it in here. That's, that's not a random fact. fact. Well, that's it is a rocks. fact. That's a rock rocks. solid announcement. It is. Um, it was so random do- considering what you were talking about. <laughs> and so here's what Dolly says about it. Inspire. Uh, it, she was do it in a Dolly her- Button accent, please. Uh, I would, uh, she'd be southern, a southern man. Uh-huh. Inspired. Uh, this is not. Uh, there's a quote later on. I'll, I'll get to that. Okay. Uh, inspired by her father's inability to read and write, Dolly started her imagination library in 1995 for the children within her home county. Uh, today, her program spans five countries. She says, "When I was growing up in the hills of East Tennessee, I knew my dreams would come true. And <laughs> I, I know there are children in your community with their own dreams. They dream of becoming a doctor or an inventor or a minister." Who knows? Maybe there is a little girl whose dream is to be a writer and singer like me. The seeds of these dreams are often found in books and the seeds you help plant in your community can grow across the world. I will always love you. So, that's a solid eight. That's a solid eight out of 10 for Dolly Parton. It's got to be a two. I, I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like I wasn't even close, but I committed. There was, there was commitment. I'm giving yeah. it a yeah. seven. Six for commitment, one for the voice. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but, yeah, hats off to Dolly Parton. Yeah, That's amazing. Off. And how come we don't know more about that? Maybe it's the least publicised thing in the world. She's like, no, no, yeah. too many people, too many people. I will say I looked up, because um, you can do a search if it's available in your area. It doesn't appear to be available in any of the areas around um, Melbourne. So it might be in just specific, oh. it just is in specific communities. So you might have to sign up to it. But look, um, I feel like it's something if you want to get on board and you want to get your community on board, I reckon Dolly would be yeah, more than happy to, to accommodate. Yeah. Um, it's just a case of making it happen. Dolly's got the books. Yeah. She wants to share them. Just get on the list. Um, but again, we're all at, we're all out of the um, we're all at, our kids are all past it. Oh, they yeah, miss totally. the Dolly zone. Yeah. I wonder if they're. Uh, I wonder if they're like politicized books uh, as well, like they, <laughs> like just books about Jesus or books about. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you do run there. I cannot guarantee that they don't have a solid agenda, but I'm willing to bet, uh, not real money, just yeah. you know, imaginary cash. Yeah. Um, that Dolly's doing this for good reasons. There's no yeah. agenda. No. She literally just wants to get books in kids' hands. I, Age appropriate. I'm 100 percent with you. I, I, I'm sorry, I even brought it up. Yes, I, I, on you. <laughs> we should open the chapter. We should open a local chapter here. This could be. How about this could initiative be, to get yeah. Dolly Parton's um, yep. possibly Books. agended um, reading Free. material? Yep. But we think not. Uh, mm. We will check the books out before we start. I'm going to write them. Look, I mm. feel I feel terrible uh, for a couple of reasons right now. One for bringing. Dolly into question and two for raising pedantic in Wellington's hope. So I'm going to start a campaign for that to happen in New Zealand. Uh, oh, sorry, nice. Melbourne. 
Uh, but uh, this is just me dealing with my guilt yeah. uh, nice. right now. So It, uh, it might gonna... have been partially my fault. I feel like perhaps my very bad impersonation of Dolly made you feel think less of Dolly. Like if, <laughs> if you were thinking Dolly had the voice I had, then right. she probably wouldn't be as a rock-solid citizen as she is. Right, I see. If I'd mm. done the proper voice, you would have been in no doubt. Yeah, I mean... I, I, good I, intentions. Anytime I hear Dolly Parton speak, I have like love hearts in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like that's that's a that's a solid initiative, uh, and I hope at least one listener gets their hands on a Dolly Parton book. Yeah, uh, for, a, cool. for a child, not for yourself, yeah. listeners, unless you are a child. So let and us if you know. are a child and you're a listener. That's weird. Let us know if you do. It. <laughs> um, <sighs> now here's a uh, here's the other side of the coin of um, okay. of intentions. The Dodge Brothers, uh, <laughs> car, car, car manufacturers. Car manufacturers, so Dodge, yeah, yeah. Dodge Viper. Yeah, sure. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But they're, I feel like they're aptly named because they sued Henry Ford in 1919 oh. on the grounds that a company should act in the interests of its shareholders and not for the good of society, its customers, or its employees. Wow. Oh, so wow. the Dodge Brothers took Henry Ford to court because he was being too good to people. Uh, and society. They went, that's wow. not what companies are for. And we'll see you in court, good sir. Did they win? Do you know? They uh, must that... have because that's what the world is now. Yeah, the it's world is. Shareholders. Yeah. It's like, hey, shareholders or customers, fuck it. Let's just, you know, keep the shareholders happy. Yeah. Even yeah, even if they didn't uh, didn't win the case, they definitely won on principle. Yeah. Um, or maybe they worked even harder after losing the case. They were like, "We might have lost the cat. We lost the battle, but we will not lose the war." Yeah, we will Life's not lose mission. the war. This time yeah. in a hundred years, we'll have a fuck in as president who only does that. <laughs> they, they they set in motion a hundred year uh, mission that was as <laughs> absolutely fulfilled. Generations just oh, father to son, mother to daughter. There's a whole. Um, Interesting looking page on the outcome of that trial, which um, I can't skim read now and do it any justice, but maybe I'll do some research and come, come back, back to it. in subsequent episodes. Uh, yeah. Or do your own research. Dip back. I don't expect you to do homework, listeners. <laughs> I don't expect that. I'll, I'll, I'll get the nuggets. I'll get the nugget, the interesting nuggets out of this webpage. I wonder if there is, is a listener out there that is just... Every time we talk about the stuff, they're like, just, I'll take a note of that. We, and we then are. later on, they're just like, tick, 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 and looking it up. We often get a, really a, a little bit of uh, extra information or clarification uh, on our Telegram from listeners. Mainly uh, was... clarification. Ma- mainly clarification. <laughs> <But there laughs> Much to Carl's chagrin. Uh, Mozart's women. You idiots. Um, uh, from <laughs> yeah, yeah, Robbie yeah. Ellis uh, this yeah. week. So it's it's really nice when that sort of stuff pops up. I, I enjoy seeing it in the chat. And if you do want to be a part of our Telegram, uh, one, you have to download that app. Two, hit us up on Facebook or something like that uh, and say, I'd like to join the chat. Uh, and uh, let us know your username, uh, and uh, we will uh, add you to the chat. Simple as that. It's a subscription um, fee. It's just five bucks a month. <laughs> yeah. Five hundred dollars a month. You get a free book. Person. A free book yeah. from Dolly Parton. <laughs> Eventually, once we organise it, and it is a kids' book, <laughs> but it's free for five bucks a month. Unless yeah. you're over five. 
Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna rot the system. All I'm right. gonna be I'm gonna be fraudulently getting books for whoever wants them. Right, right. Oh really? Fuck the age limits. You, you know just, what I'm saying? Know. You're just gonna have babies people- to get books. Useful <laughs> <laughs> books. <laughs> it's cost effective. It's a cost effective way to get reading material. <laughs> if you want to join our babies for books program, <laughs> sign up to Telegram, <laughs> and, we'll, and we will start um, just generating. Population density for more reading material. I'm on board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the world needs now is babies and books. <laughs> but and we can. How many trees has Dolly Parton killed? That's Through true. There's going to be a. There's going to be a flip side. I like to think yeah. she uses that she's in her log cabin, in the in the mountain Rocky Mountains. Mm. Yeah. Uh, mm. She is just pulping recycled paper. She's using old. I like to think racist literature. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. She's reskilling pages of terrible works of literature mm-hmm. uh, and turning them into you know uh, a bright, a sh- brightening, bright shining light for the future. Yeah, and I'm sure there's I'm lots of fallen things. trees that she's you know making her own paper out of. Like, she's using found trees. Just, yeah, do they just naturally live their life and have gone to heaven and <laughs> they've, they've they've volunteered. For the, yes. for the task, <laughs> for, the, for the thing, they've gone happily into the light to help Dolly in her quest. And then those, we come ooh. along and we we wrought the system. All of yeah. those coffee table books about pots. <laughs> Maybe she's just sending Kindles to everyone. <laughs> that, I, mean, I mean, that brings up its own. <laughs> you know, who's making them Kindles? You know who? Yeah, kids, kids that then they those kids then get a free Kindle. So I guess it yeah. works out. Yeah, you gotta yeah. work it off. You yeah. get a debt. You've got to work hard from the ages of zero to five so that you so, can. So what you're saying is Dolly Parton's book program is the reason why Jeff Bezos has made $13 billion during the lockdown. I think Dolly yeah. Parton might be a Bezos puppet. Yeah. I, think, I reckon she's be- Bezos in a mask. This has turned. This has turned again. It's turned on Dolly. Dolly's an angel. We don't mean to bring Dolly's credibility into again. question. <gasps> I feel like it was my poor, my poor impersonation that has brought her whole reputation into into um, into scandal. And I, and Just I quickly speaking about Bezos, um, he he, I think he could afford to pay every single Amazon worker a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and he would be at the amount of money he had back in April. Yeah. Like it's just like yeah. what are they going to do with that hundred thousand dollars though? Eh? What are they going? They're going to waste know. it, Carl. They don't know how yeah. to spend it on food, and yeah, they've done that. Like shelter. a lot of these. Amazon products. The people that are getting money, like from the big stimulus thing in America, particularly in America, have been doing really well with that money, like really, really well. And it's a big call for maybe like that universal income thing to sort of be a thing. Yeah. It makes people, sense. You mean you socialism, got all, Carl? Yeah. <laughs> you lefty fuck. Get out of here. Oh, yeah. shit. Uh, I've been listening to a podcast of this oh. guy who's – just starting to go down the rabbit hole. He's like an ex UFC fighter, and he's connected to. So he's come from a solid base. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Physically, he's like a lot. intellectually. But it's like that. It's he knows Joe Rogan, and Joe right. Ro- and he works at a company Jogan. called On It, and On It make like kettlebells and supplements and all this. They make cool stuff. And the guy Got that's it. on it is Aubrey Marcus, and so he's this kind. They're all kind of jocks that are and meatheads that are kind of searching for enlightenment. Right. But this guy just out of the blue is just suddenly full gone down the rabbit hole. Like, so there's this a documentary called Plandemic, which is about the planning of the COVID thing and all this, all these conspiracy things. And he's had guests and it's like, 
I can't listen to this anymore. I'm like, no, yeah. no, no. And then I'm like, but I can't not listen to it. Like, it's just like wild. And the stuff they're saying Is and the like very Q-Anon intelligent stuff. It's not, no, they're staying away from that. And he's ha- he has very intelligent sounding people on pointing to all these facts. And I think some of it's probably grounded in truth, but then it's Are you going down the rabbit hole, Carl? Spark- Are you going down no, the rabbit hole? No, but Are I you- also feel like it's, part, you know, I should candidate. try and- to go down the rabbit hole. You are, guys, I mean. It was planned, guys. It was planned. Why did they lodge a patent three weeks before it came out? <laughs> for virus. For, for virus protection. That For a virus that didn't exist, guys. If any, if it came out that Carl had suddenly gone down a conspiracy theory rabbit hole, would any single person be surprised? No, see, not after the beard. What? Not after the beard. I've after- always had you pegged for the conspiracy guy. <laughs> Not after the beard. I'm not surprised after the beard. No. But it's all, and it, it all leads back to Bill Gates because he's made so much money from va- vaccines and things. And he's right. like, and because he got caught by the, you know, antitrust thing back in the day, he starts the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which he's put heaps of money in, but it wouldn't have been near the money he had to pay for the, you know, so he's got this great public persona and all this stuff. And it's just like, they're just, it's like they've just, thrown shit at a board and then just started drawing red lines randomly yeah. between things to make connections. And it's like, well, that would make sense, except the fact that it's fucking just complete nonsense. It's like complete nonsense. I give you three weeks this- until you're on board, Carl. Three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to the doctors. I'm getting all the vaccines sucked out of Alexander's body. <laughs> you're going to do it yourself. You just open oh. up a vein, suck and spit. Yeah. <laughs> At least purified. But it's like Pete Evans. Like he's he starts very normal as this good-looking chef with his books, and then good he looking, starts. You think interesting. Well, he's no like he's look at he's a surfy Aussie blonde guy with super bright teeth and stuff, mm. and he's slowly gone down the rabbit hole and taken all these people with him. And he got fired from television, but he's got a fucking massive following online yeah. now, yeah. where he's just spreading crazy stuff. Yeah, like and I think crazy. a lot of the a, a lot of people end up embracing the rabbit hole because it gives them more traction in. In certain areas, like yeah, I, I know there's a bunch of sort of B list celebrities or in different areas of the world oh, that have yeah. suddenly gotten a lot of traction on social media because they started going down the rabbit hole, and because yeah, as soon, when they when they start fooling around with the rabbit hole, all of a sudden there's added interest to whatever you know whatever their YouTube channel or whatever they're doing. Yeah, mm. so they're like, oh wow, I got a real spike in interest. I, what if I went further down the rabbit hole? And, and then they solidify their base and they get. Let's start traction. believing. They're like, yeah, oh, well, yeah. this is what I do now. So I reckon it's part that they're in, part that they're happy to go down the rabbit hole, but also they're getting rewarded for being in the rabbit hole. So yeah. there's no reason to stop. And there's so, and particularly in America, there's so many disenfranchised people that when you are shown a reason for why this is the case, and how there's this big conspiracy about how to keep you poor and all this sort of stuff, like, of course you're going to jump on that sort of thing. Yeah. It's like an answer for why everything's so fucked around you. Yeah, that's, the, that's why religion flourished for yes, yeah. totally. centuries, exactly millennia, because uh, it gives you an answer to why things are fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. So when but people... I'm going to watch this. I'll, I'll report back. I'm going to watch this doco and see. Plandemic. And, and just, yeah, Uh-oh. I think there's two of them, Plandemic oh. 1 and Plandemic 2 and stuff. God, by the time we get to the end, Carl, you're going to be gone. I'm going to come uh, back with my head shaved and like tattoos on my face. <laughs> but Will, how about this? Finally become the podcast it was meant to be once we all oh go down the God. rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. Like we might lose some of our more loyal listeners, but we're going to gain a lot of weirdos, just a lot of conspiracy theory weirdos. And and that's an army that we could, we could really rally. We can um, mobilize. 
So, listeners, get ready for a real pivot. Uh, Strap in. How about this? As this really finds its feet. Um, when we talk about the Visna army, it's literally going to be an army. Yeah, like we're going to march on Canberra and take back our liberties. Ah, oh, Canberra is not the centre of political power in Australia, Carl. That's, don't believe what mainstream media tells you. We're really? going to march on Broken Hill, where it's really happening, because that's where the lizard <laughs> people have set up camp. Anyway, I might have done some reading. Whatever. <laughs> I think Cooperpedia, where it's all underground, like yeah. just these yeah. secret bunkers underground. Oh, we're just mining for opals. You can't see the you can't see the UFOs take off there. <laughs> And that's why they put out movies like Wolf Creek to keep people away from yes. isolated, oh, isolated nice. Australian areas because no one wants yeah. to go go there anymore because they're scared of getting serial killed. And that just keeps Cooper safe from prying eyes. Yeah. We should just start our own religion slash conspiracy theory thing and just <laughs> put it out in the world and see what happens. See how many people we can convince of it being the, the way. Oh, well, yeah. watch those two movies and then uh, and then do that. <laughs> I think people want to believe. They want I would to believe. Like, I would like to base it on um, the lizard people of Cooperpedia, I think, to be the core of our, <laughs> the core tenet of our conspiracy. Where, Cause we just so made it up then, so it's beautiful. Yeah. But there's no reason that can't be what we base everything on. Yeah, because lizards are cold-blooded, so they've got to stay in the cold when they want to sleep, and then they've got to come yeah. out of their holes, underground houses, yeah. to where it's nice and hot. Makes sense. Yeah. Man. Don't believe everything you read, sheeple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a fact that's going to blow the, uh, blow the lid off people's enjoyment of Subway. Oh, the restaurant or yes. the underground rail network? The restaurant. Okay, oh. good. The I fucking I- hate the restaurant. The Irish, the Irish government have just redefined Subway uh, bread as candy. Oh, it was only a matter of time. It's, Subway bread is not is Dude. not officially bread in Ireland. It is candy. It is has too much sugar uh, wow. in it uh, for it to be bread. So wow. you know you know what impact that's going to have on their business? None, None. zero. None. Or it'll go up. What I'm getting food oh, and dessert. Oh, I'm eating brandy. Yeah. <laughs> So, that was a nice merging of words, but it was almost too not. It was almost too good. You know when you merge two words and you're like, "That's great," but no, nah, it's 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 too great. Do you know why? Because it's too easy. <laughs> like, because everyone could have done it. Like, it wasn't like a one where you're like, "Oh, of course," but I never would have thought of that myself. Everyone was thinking it. Yeah. <laughs> but McDonald's have the same issue with their buns, don't they? That's why they have to. Uh, McDonald's, one? yeah, yeah, McDonald's. Are, it? It's sugar bread. It's not bread. Like they can't. Yeah. That's why. That's they, how they, they preserve put, the bread for so long. Yeah, and they the put sugar. a pickle. They put a pickle in the. Bur- this is what I heard. They put yeah. a pickle in the burger, so then the burger is qualified as food rather than dessert. Right, because yeah. <laughs> it's got one vegetable in it. Yeah, it's got a <laughs> vegetable in it. <laughs> well, that's enough to tip it over the edge because it's got meat right. and cheese and stuff. But I think that's the thing that tips the balance without that pickle. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I always, if I go to McDonald's, I'm like Sans pickles. I'm just eating yeah. dessert. Man, what's wrong yeah. with pickles, man? Pickles are pickles. Pickles, are the pickles best. dominate the burger. They dominate. No, it's like I cucumber a pic- on a sandwich. You I can't taste pickle, anything else. But those McDonald's pickles aren't pickles. They're just like. Nah. They're also like, dessert. They've yeah, also been sludge scraped, scraped off the toilet. It's like yeah, pickles, cucumber. If I bite into that in a in a bite of food, it's all I can taste. I can't taste, can't taste anything else. I can't believe you can taste still taste. I thought your taste buds were dead. 
from a, I thought you'd hot sauced your taste buds to death years ago. No. How can you taste pickles? They, they cut through it. They cut through. <laughs> you should be loving pickles. The fact that there's just yeah. any sensation you on your taste it. buds should be like sweet, <laughs> just a sweet elixir. I can oh, taste. God damn it. I'm alive. I'm alive for the first time in years. <laughs> what is this dessert-like flavor? <laughs> I, um, was I've got that? a fact that can bust that fact. Oh, oh. we've got dueling facts. No, no, it's not a dueling fact. It'll bust in terms of blowing it, you know, blowing people's minds. This oh, fact right. is mind blowing. Oh, it's we're, oh. we're, we're fact challenging now. Who's so we've been watching the Karate Kid movies, yes, right, with Alexander. So we watched mm-hmm. the first one, classic. classic. Then we watched this, yep. Then the how second one, how did he go with the first one? Or oh, is this part it. of the story? He, he loved it. Did you get him to paint the fence? Did you get him to paint the fence afterwards? Oh, he, we train him like that now, like we just like paint the fence, do this, do that, and he, he comes up and goes. Throw some punches. <laughs> I want to do wax on, wax off. <laughs> and it works. This like, whoo, whoo. Nice. It's there you go. Great, man. Yeah. But hey, hey, don't. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi's ability to train Daniel-san was yeah. steeped in a long history and knowledge of karate and, and the yes. art form. Yeah, it's if you're just doing just renegade though. hobbyist training of karate that's when things go right that's when you end up with cobra kai all right if you don't instill in your son the underlying tenets that go with the physical abilities you're going to end up with a rogue cobra kai son of a gun well all we're actually getting to do is to clean the house that's where it starts carl <laughs> yeah until one day he says no what the yeah. fuck are you gonna do about it old man and then he and- sweeps the leg yeah yeah He'll cry um, kick it on the chin. He'll so say, you clean one? the house. First one. Second one. Okinawa, yes. all that stuff. Yeah. Glory of love, pizza yeah. tira. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant song. Yeah. Um, third one. Yes. The little known third one with the bonsai tree. That's, <laughs> I had, I didn't know it was a movie. <laughs> well, I thought didn't. the third one was the Hillary Swank one. All no. my life. I'm 48 years old. I did not know that Karate Kid 3 had Ralph Macchio in it. To like be I fair. started it, I put it on and I started and he's there and I'm like, oh, because they do those flashbacks at the start of the second and third. And, and then it's him and I'm like, how, how do I not? I know lots about movies. I know lots of weird <laughs> movies and obscure movies. I did not know there was a Karate Kid 3. Like it wow. blew my mind. <laughs> like I'm just like, I was shocked for fucking ages. To be fair, I think Ralph Macho was also surprised they made Karate Kid 3 because he certainly did not get into shape for that third film. <laughs> no, because he's like 28 in that movie. Yeah. The first He starts that first movie and he's 23 years old. Yeah. I mean, he was never in great super shape anyway. He was never no. like an athlete-looking guy. Yeah. And yeah. I felt like in the third one, I, I feel like he was as surprised as anyone that that, that movie got <laughs> greenlit. Yeah. He didn't didn't make any efforts to even look like he knew how to do karate. (laughs) And he was offered the last one with Hilary Swank, but said no, because he was because it came quite a bit after. Because he was like 33 years old. He goes, He's like, I can't be a karate kid. I'm never going back. I'm never going back again now. Two series, three series of Cobra Kai. I watched the first two episodes when they came out on YouTube, Red, but I haven't dipped in since they came onto Netflix. Yeah. Uh, So I have to do it. Did you like it the first two? Yeah. I, I what have you good. watched of it, Rick? Have you watched I've seen all? the first I think I've seen the first two episodes of season one. I watched the first episode to see if it would be okay for Alexander and it's like it's not. Nah. It's like full of swears and stuff. Yeah. But it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, it's for the people who grew up. It's for the people who were yeah, young yeah, when totally. the movies came out and are now grown yeah. up. So yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. That's that's the demographic that they're going for successfully. So yeah, that was like 
I was absolutely stunned. And, <laughs> and it's, it's fucking terrible. It's it so, bad. so bad. Yeah. The bad guy is so bad. <laughs> yeah. With it was the end of the franchise. At the end of every sentence. Like, <laughs> I'm this super rich guy that's going to spend my life just getting revenge for some guy who saved me in Vietnam. Like, just like, <laughs> and I'm going to make him hate his teacher and all this sort of stuff. And then, Without doing anything, Daniel-san's already turning on Mr. Miyagi like for, because they've got to get it to that point where the guy can turn him fully. And it's just yeah. like, oh, man, so <sighs> poor. So um, poor. And have you watched the Hillary Swank one or have you only got to the no. Karate Kid so 3 where you're at? this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we watched. Uh, and then you yeah. should watch. So you should watch Hillary Swank and then you're going to watch the, the reboot, Jaden Smith. Jaden Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah And Jackie sure. Chan. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not, I didn't mind that film. I think I Alexander it. will love that the most because it's yeah. modern. Yeah. So I think he'll be into that. Yeah, there's a lot to like about that film. A lot to like. And but the uh, guy who directed him directed it has directed like big movies, like John Avildsen or something. Which one? His the, name is Karate Kid movies. Uh, the OG oh. ones or the yeah uh, yeah sorry yeah the OG ones. He was like a he directed Rocky. He's the what? only he's the only director or he's one of three directors I think to be nominated for. Um, an Oscar and a Razzie for the same film franchise. So he <laughs> he did. He, I think he did one, and I think he maybe just did one. I'm not sure about two, but he came back for Rocky Five and directed Rocky Five and just got smashed. And the same for Sylvester Stallone, nominated for an Oscar for Rocky, nominated for a Razzie for Rocky Five. Yeah, it's pretty good. They got to the fifth film though before they fucked that one up. Yeah, yeah. It's the fourth one. Like the fourth one is massive. Because the whole Cold War thing and stuff. Yeah, like, that was their most popular one, and then they they just yeah couldn't, they, they couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, you know, they they'd done all they could. Yeah, sometimes you just got to go. That we've we've well, ex- we've peaked. When you strip a nuanced character down to America versus you know Russia, yeah, you know stereotypes, you've got nowhere to go with it. That's yeah, why afterwards. Yeah, that's why the um the the new films have been great. Like the, when yeah. the, when when Rocky's lost everything and they've they've they he's found a, you know a character again, um with uh, R- Rocky Balboa and uh, and the, what are the new ones with uh, what's his name Michael Creed Creed Michael B Jordan yeah. mm. Creeds they're great Love those films yeah Ooh. oh Alexander in the second one at the end of it I was like did you like it he goes yeah I liked it he goes one problem I was like what and he goes there was no montage <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wow okay. Dude wants a montage. There wasn't a montage, yeah. And then so when there's a montage in the first one, he's like, finally. <laughs> there's a couple of montages in the first one. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, You've got but, to have a montage. Any training for a yeah. for a thing has to have a montage. But that date montage, that date montage in the uh in the karate kid was like formulative for me as a kid. I was like, oh, that's really? what a date needs to be. Because I watch that, I need to win win a girl a teddy, a stuffed toy. I need yeah. to take her on a bumper cars. I need to have those Elizabeth Shoe smiles going on all night. Like I just like how much they hate, or not not hate, sorry, but like they just kill the women off basically. So Elizabeth Shoe in the first one, and then he, and then he walks in in the second movie. He's like, she's going out with some jock and blah blah blah. Like after you know, it's true love. And then mm-hmm. in the second one, it's like Kamiko, and in the third one, it's like she's coming over. No, she's been accepted into a dance troupe. Like <laughs> that's a great. And then, in the sorry, in the third one, he's loved. It's not. A, it's like this weird relationship with the girl who runs the pottery store, who's <laughs> who says, "I'm leaving in two weeks," and it's like, what's the? There's no relationship. And then she says, "I've got a boyfriend," but they're kind of like, and it's like, why are you in this movie? I don't know. Is it just so you can bring over a pot with a fucking bonsai tree that you made? I don't. 
That's probably so why she's in the movie, Carl. <laughs> she says, like, no purpose, like, zero purpose. It's so weird. Have you seen the, there's a, uh, a YouTube clip where, um, where it recuts the, um, the Karate Kid to make Daniel the villain? Like, oh, uh, no, and, I've read about that though. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really interesting to watch, and it's not that much of a stretch. It's like, yeah, Johnny's just down at the beach having a good time. Daniel comes over, starts talking to his girlfriend, and then kicks over <laughs> his thing. And it like, Enrique and Johnny's like, What the fuck? And Daniel's like, Yeah, it's it's a it's a really, really interesting uh recut of it, and it's not that far off the truth. It's like, Yeah, it's the villain. Daniel's the, well, I think Johnny's just, especially with the way the, the Netflix um, season yeah. paints the characters as well. So it all, it all, it all adds up. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, cause I was reading stuff about that as well. And I was saying also him entering a competition where he has fuck all idea about the rules and stuff is actually incredibly dangerous. Yeah. Like he could have done something really dumb or, you know, <laughs> and he does a crane kick and there's like, I thought there was no striking to the face. Like, uh, yeah. Like what the fuck was that? He just <laughs> you, and I think he says that in the first episode of Cobra Kai, is like, where he's sort of said, "Oh, you know, I kicked your ass when he's at the car dealership," and then yeah. he's like, well, "It was an illegal kick." Like, <laughs> so he shouldn't have won the competition. Yeah, yeah, but who's going to disqualify him? They were all scared they get a kick to the face. I know. Yeah, just crank it. The kid's gone rogue. Yeah, just like your kid's going to go rogue soon, Carl, with your, <laughs> yeah. with your renegade yeah, with your karate techniques. Um, I'm just going to send him to do like chores at other people's houses. And then he's like, and they go like, you know, here's your five bucks. And he's like, I want 20. Yeah. And then he just goes ham on them until he gets there, yeah. gets his money. Illegal strike to the face. Bam. <laughs> I've got a fact that ties in with uh, a conversation we were having in the last podcast. Oh, oh. the group, the bloodhound gang yes. recorded, a, recorded a track called the 10 coolest things about New Jersey. And the song consists of 10 seconds of silence. <laughs> See, people, people have been already been using silence yeah. um, for many nice. different uh, uses. The Bloodhound um, Gang, what was their hit? Fire, fire water, water, Burn? Was that, was that them? No, Bloodhound Gang were like comedy almost, like a comedy sort of. I'm going to look them up. Was it like Do It Like Mammals? Was that them? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, maybe. that sounds good. Like, yeah. Like they do on the Discovery Channel. Like so, oh, did they just sing something about Scooby Doo? Was Scooby Doo in there somewhere? Oh, possibly. Um, is the oh whack eating Scooby snacks? Was that them as well? Scooby snacks? No, that's oh uh, no, Scooby someone else snacks is not them. Yeah, yeah. is that G Love? Yeah. No. Nah. Oh, uh, we know our, we know our music. <laughs> Running around, all whacked on the Scooby snacks. That's not them. Uh, hang on, I'm sharing screen, um, so we can hear good stuff. Uh, so bad touch is the one that uh, is mammals. Well we call this the act of mating, but that one. There are several oh, yes. Skip it ahead. You are inclined to make me rise an hour early, just like. And then. Oh, there's fire water burn. That's him. You were right. Fire water burn. Yeah. Oh, Fire. Oh, that song. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Foxtrot Uniform, Charlie Keel, I've, I've heard a bunch as well. Yeah. Cool. It's fuck. It was cool because it was the, you know, each letter from the word is. We get it, Carl. It, it spells the word fuck, guys. Yeah, we get, we get it. Because it's, it's F-U-C-K. And oh, it's in, oh yeah. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's clever. Yeah, it is. The Bloodhound Gang are clever. And then they use silence as a sick burn on New Jersey. Yeah. And that's, I can get on board that every day. Hey, talking about um, stuff from other 
episodes. You can remember when we talked about Bennu, like very early on yeah. Yeah. in the first few episodes. The the asteroid. Asteroid. Comet? Yeah. Asteroid? It's yeah. A, something, one of those things. It's they a, it's landed a on thing. it. Yeah, they did a touchdown and touch off yeah. with, the, with the thing, with the spaceship that's been With an Amazon drone. Yeah, it's been following it for two years. They've been, it's been following very closely. Came in, did a touchdown, grabbed some stuff off it, and it's going to come back and they're going to analyze it. Is Bruce Willis up there still? Yeah. Is that, is that what's so. happened? Yeah, yeah. The touchdown was to pick him up and bring him back. <laughs> the touchdown was, hard, was just to leave eight. Bruce Willis there. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do with Bruce? <laughs> um, um, hey, I've got a, yeah, I got a, little, uh, a little plug. There's a, a, a lovely improviser in Melbourne uh, named Bronny. Uh, he's a, a great improviser, does a lot of work around. He's also a very talented musician, and he's released an EP just yesterday. Uh, the band is called Normal Heights, and the album is called The Trees, and it's a little locksmithy, little folky, little country, country kind of introspective. Hello. Um, Americana. Yeah, uh, introspective kind of stuff. Uh, it's, uh, it's the link's great. in the show notes. We guarantee it. Yeah, <laughs> I've been put. I've been up to I show notes. Very good. You're I've very been, good. I've been doing all right, uh, <laughs> but I will remind myself to put a link to that in the show notes because it's well worth it. Uh, Why are you doing that? I saw a preview. They're bringing back Animaniacs. Yeah, and Pinky and the Brain. Yep. Oh. Yeah. On on the, one of the streamers. The time is right. So it'll come here on something at some point. Yeah. 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 Animated um, was great. I loved it. Yeah, it was, it was really good. The whole original voice caster back as well. Oh, cool! Yeah. And you can use it. You can watch it with your with your son, and and it's like it's yeah. not even like you're a grown man watching cartoons. No. You're you're doing it as a family bonding thing. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except he'll watch one episode and go, "Ah, oh, I don't like it," and you'll be like, "Well, I'm going to watch the rest of it." <laughs> yeah, go, get, out, he'll, get out! Get out! Sweep the leg. <laughs> I haven't taught him sweeping. Oh, he'll learn. Oh, he'll <laughs> learn. <laughs> I guess, I guess. He sees me sweeping and then he's um, it's like, you know, that's how Daniel learned the crane kick because seeing yeah. Mr. Miyagi do it. He already knows not how to close a window, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how is your fingies? How are your fingers, They're Carl? all right. They're, um, fingernails all still there and everything? Can you see oh, how they yep, Yeah, bruised. I didn't lose the fingernails. All right, yep. This the was bruising. the worst one and it's, you can't see it as well on the camera. Uh, maybe. This one's got a more concentrated blur, but this one was like all splattered all over the place, right, like right. with blood and stuff underneath it. So it's, yeah, they're healing up. I think I've got a bit of nerve damage in the end of my fingers, right? but that'll come back or it won't. Or will it? I once, had a, I once had a bloody numb toe for two years. So, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> Why did you have a numb toe for two years? I think I had like a sciatic thing. Then the only kind of, I would get this occasional pain kind of down the thing, like an right. ache. But it went into my toe, and my toe, on my little toe, was numb for like two years. Oh, that's not good. It was great. I could kick people in the face with it, and not even hit, feel it. Yeah, Clanky you stub, everyone. You could, you could stub your toe and be like, whatever, whatever. You, you've gone it's into bleeding. you've whatever. gone into beard scratchy, uh, beard scratchy Mike Town. Sorry, yeah, sorry. You've, sorry. I've been leaning my head slightly to the side all episode, yeah. <laughs> as well as teaching your son. You know, your renegade karate techniques. Are you also trying to get him to catch flies in chopsticks? Because that is a key part yeah. of being able to master the art. Yeah, I am. I am. His hair's oh, done. Yeah, yeah. No, I guess the flies aren't really around yet, but they'll be. They'll be yeah. summer. Summer's coming. Do you know you have to actually catch it? It's not a real fly. It's like a fly on fishing line. But they were like buzzing it around, and he had to keep snatching at it until he caught it. Well, there you go. Whereas all they would have done now is he would have just gone. Yeah. That would have action. He goes, and they just put it in in post. Yeah. That's what so Jaden did. Jaden didn't catch shit. <laughs> Jaden wasn't even there. No. They just no, motion no. captured Jaden 
and that's yeah. added him into the film later. <laughs> if they just Agent Smith him in. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's wearing sunglasses all movie. Yeah. And when we say they, we mean the lizard people of Coobapedi. That's yeah. who we mean. Come out of the holes. The real people behind Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood's yeah. agenda. Yeah, why did they want to remake Karate Kid? That's what you got to ask yourself. It was a perfectly yeah. good film. Oh, speaking of that, I realised because um, I was watch, re-watching Anne with an E, what I'm, oh. which I've waxed lyrical about many mm. times on the podcast. Indeed. Um, about how much I love it. Um, and we're watching it with my youngest, Esther. Um, and, you know, the first episode of season one started up and I was watching again and I was literally, it was it was ecstatic. Just loved every second of watching it again. Yeah. Uh, much the same way that I loved watching the the first time I saw it, and I was just filled with euphoria with every shot. Just I was just like, oh, I can't believe how happy I am right now. And it reminded me of how I felt when I watched um, Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet at mm. the cinema. Um, and I was thinking, so these two things have both filled me with this sense of euphoria while I'm watching them, mm. like an almost ecstatic euphoria beyond what you would normally experience watching something that you're enjoying. And I'm like, why mm. is that? Um, and so I broke it down. I thought, same nah, DOP? No, nah, what I thought was it's a much loved bit of literature. Like both of them have come from mm. a, a, a body of written work. And then they've been turned into um, a film or television show, both like the original, the Zaffirelli Romeo and Juliet and the original mm. Anne of Green Gables miniseries, which were, which I loved when I saw them and At thought the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, lo- I love the original adaptation of the script. Of, of the written word um, and thought this is great. Um, and then they've remade it in a way that exceeded, that built on everything that was created in the first adaptation. So it was almost made knowing that people loved the original adaptation and it's built on that. Um, so it's almost like you need to have loved the first one to to fully appreciate the re the reimagining of the it. The recontextualization. Sure. Yeah. And I was wondering, is it that is it that third level that brings me to a state of euphoria? Do I need the three levels, like a, a much loved written word turned into a much loved, you know, visual form? Have you got any other examples that can back up your thesis? No, I've I've realised things have come close. There's like following that chain. There's Little Women, where the, mm. the mm. book is much loved, and the original, the um, Gillian Anderson. No, not Gillian Anderson. Gillian. Whatever her yeah. name is, the Australian director. Yeah, what, what is her name? Because I know said, I've lost it because I it's Anderson, Anderson as well. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I apologize, Australian film industry. I've got it. I can see her name, but I can't make out the letters. Yeah, uh, I can't I've, get Anderson out of my head. I've got yeah. Jacobs in my head, which is another Gillian. No, wrong. Gillian Armstrong. Armstrong. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Gillian Armstrong. Um, yeah, so they made Gillian. Much... Is it Gillian or Gillian? I, I feel like it's Gillian, but that's yeah. just my. Right. Bias. I didn't want to correct you because I'm not 100 sure, and I feel like that would be. A and we know Ryder got that movie up. She was the one who got Little Women up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because she um, had a huge pull then. And I feel like there's almost there's been th- third levels of Little Women that have almost they've come close. There's been a, a new movie, and there was a I feel like the the Netflix series of Little Women almost almost got there, but there's there was still things that didn't mm. work so it didn't quite get me to euphoria but it was close right. um but i feel like that might be that might be the the equation that, but mm-hmm. I, I guess i'm now i'm on the lookout for right but i mean it's hard to it's it's hard to achieve yeah first of all, first of all you've got to have an amazing piece of written word 
And then you've got to have an amazing adaptation of that. And then you've got to have an even better adaptation of it. That's yeah, that's the thing. So, so, so uh, a, a lot of it's only one step there. It's just an amazing thing yep. to have a, an amazing production of it. So, for example, for me, it would be uh, LA Confidential, great book, great series of books. Uh, my gamer nom de plume is is from those books, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and so I um, uh, 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 there's been a great movie, one great movie already. Mm. Uh, yeah, so uh, if they LA could re- if they could redo is it, that. Are they the making a TV? You loved. Are they making a TV series of it? Because his there books would be perfect for a TV series. Yeah, there was a rumor that it was it was happening, but I don't know whether it's gonna. It's like it's like get shorty. I mean, all of those those kind of books would be just amazing as TV series. But the production values and stuff like that would be uh, nuts. Like to do the LA Quartet as a TV series would be amazing. Um, but HBO spend squillion yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. Like it's like money's zero object for them. Yeah. Because all those characters, um, uh, LA Confidential is chapter three of four uh, in a series of- Oh, uh, is it? Yeah. Uh, okay. So all, all of those characters kind of go over, particularly Dudley Smith, uh, who's like the chief captain. Uh, it starts with him as a young cop in the in the first book. Um, so uh, yeah, those those books kind of go go across uh, a, a decade or so. Um, and what character does he end up in in LA Confidential? Uh, well, who's the, he's, who's the, he's the captain. He's the captain. Uh, the uh, James uh, Cromwell. Cromwell. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's a big, big span of time then. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, Is it? I feel like that's what you're talking about, Rick. Might be how people felt about the new Star Wars. It doesn't come from a book, but there's such a um, mythology and history with Star Wars that when and because it dipped down so much with the prequels that when they made Force Awakens. People would have been experiencing that. Yeah, the fact that they did it right and they made it, you know, yeah, not 100%. all blue screen, build life size replica models of yeah. the ships and all that sort of business. Like they did it the right way and told the same story as the uh, original trilogy, basically I, in the first movie. Kenneth Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet almost got me got me there, but it didn't have the middle, mm. didn't have the middle step. It almost had it with you know they had the Mel Gibson Hamlet, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was good without being amazing. It was like a serviceable. You're sure, like, that's yeah. Pretty yeah. Good. That's a pretty good Hamlet, but it wasn't like a that is that is the Hamlet. Yeah. Mm. Um so Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet almost got there without the middle step. Uh mm. but I don't th- I, I can't see how you can improve on on Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet, but that's what you need to do. But don't watch Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet on TV. We watched it on TV once and it's like ooh because it right? needs like it's scope. so big and over the top that yeah. you need like astasized cinema screen, you know, like massive 70 mil and stuff for it to Fit. Otherwise, oh, it's just like you going to the movies. Oh, oh God, I might be able to in three weeks. I know. Oh, shit, I won't. I'll actually be more like five weeks because I'll be in a in, in a quarantine hotel for, for two for, weeks. Quarantine for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, so you can't. Is it a hotel room? It's not a service department or anything. It's just a room. It's it's just a room, and shit. it's it's random. Like you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. A, uh, one of the Pretty standard hotel room. One of the cast members quarantined when they got back from overseas and got put in a room and it didn't even have a microwave. It had a kettle. Oh, <laughs> God. I mean, you get food delivered and everything, but they're yeah. like, oh, you couldn't. You just- but it's not hotel food, is it? It's like it's quarantine yeah, yeah. food, which yeah, is yeah, it's yeah. a quarantine. different service. It's yeah, like prison I think, food. I think you can get more like stuff delivered and everything now. Yeah. Yeah, they've gotten pretty free and easy, but so they don't make up go. your. Do they make your room up or they can't? I don't think they can, mate. No. I don't. They're not so allowed. Two weeks. Yeah, two don't, weeks. don't shit the bed. <laughs> what if I do shit the bed, Carl? Hey, what if I do shit the bed? What are they going to do about it? Hey, they Take can't the do anything sheets. about it. I can shit the bed if I want. 
you should just do some like crazy horror movie thing where they come into the room and you've just written crazy things all over the wall in red ink that looks like blood. We should do a podcast every day of your thing just to keep <laughs> the you descent safe. into madness. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, be interesting. It's it's just an interesting because I'm going from basically lockdown in Melbourne. There'll be a mm. little brief hiatus depending on how much we uh, uh, loosen. So I guess I'll get a little taste of freedom, and then I'll go into two weeks of quarantine, mm. and then I'll go straight into rehearsing this so, weird ass yeah. show. And then, <laughs> so it's just it's just a, a weird end to the year. That's for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you get to come back for Christmas and stuff? Nah. Shit. But I guess your yeah. family will come up at certain points over yeah, that six months, we can't, depending on where we're in. Like, Yeah. yeah. They won't be able to do it at. unless there's no quarantine restrictions. Because you can't come up and spend two weeks in a hotel room to spend a day with you. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. No. So, yeah. That's so we're hoping fingers crossed. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. It will be, be a wild ride. Carl, did you share your fact in, in the end? Karate Kid 3. Karate Kid 3. All oh, right, okay. Fucker. There's a movie called Karate Kid 3 that has Ralph Macchio in it. He didn't I know. Thought, I thought you he were thought just flowing on with conversations. No, no, he made it quite clear that he was laying down a fact. He said uh, his yeah. fact was better than your fact. It was and better it than my was. fact. It Little did he know that we, fact. My, almost my, the entire my world already was... knew his fact. That's the yeah, only but the whole entire world knows that the bread at Subway is dessert. Like any takeaway <laughs> place, their bread is dessert. That goes without saying. That's how it's true. Can, yeah. Both of your random facts were really only news to you. All right, by the end, by the end of this, by the end of this podcast, Carl, I want you to pick a team uh, for the grand final. Rick, I want you to pick a fact that was better. Oh, huh. easy. Um. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they're both pretty wildly, widely known facts. <laughs> Who's, brought who to the table. You, Rick, do you want me to vote for your team? Do you want me to choose your team? Right? Uh, oh, not necessarily. Are you oh. a jinx? I How don't much know. of a jinx are you? I'm not Carl. a jinx. Every time I've gone for Geelong, they've won. That's true. Every time uh, I've gone for Richmond, they've won. All right, then. I think Carl's fact was the best. Woohoo! <laughs> and I'm going with Richmond. Oh, fuck oh, damn it. <laughs> I, I, the old sucker punch, the old God. honey trap. You're weak, Rick Brown. <laughs> so easily coerced. Illegal kick to the face. <laughs> <sighs> I can't wait till your son sweeps your leg and you <laughs> you get you get what's coming to you, Carl. That's the other thing in Karate Kid, he goes sweep the leg, and he goes out there and drops his elbow on the leg. That's not a sweep kick. It's a kicking <laughs> elbow to the leg. He swept him first, didn't he, to get him on the ground? No, and then That's he, how he got the him damage. on the ground. He kicks him, he catches the kick and drops the elbow on it. It's, there's it. no sweep at all. Well, look, the sweeping the leg was just broad advice. <laughs> about if It was basically, if you get a chance to sweep the leg, sweep the leg. But the main takeaway from this advice is do something to the leg. Yeah. Right. So in the absence of the ability to sweep the leg, he just improvised. That's uh, what you got to do. If you're not teaching your son to improvise while doing the ancient art of karate... Mm. Then I mean I can't I can't it's stress enough Zen. how poorly you're doing e- as an instructor. Ebb and flow. Mm. It's about in and out. It's about the breath of the wild. You but can't... the Zen is but Zen is you know discover Zen. No, what is it? Sweep the yard. Discover Zen. Then sweep the yard. Like I'm on the verge so... of shutting your dojo down. I'm on the verge. <laughs> Come at me, bro. I'm gonna desensei you. You're gonna be desensitized. <laughs> I've been I've been churning my way through uh, Silicon Valley um, and uh, been enjoying it very much. But I think the location or uh, the uh, the TV show. <laughs> oh right. Um, 
and uh, the uh, it's it's very fun. It always makes me giggle a, a couple of times an episode, uh, and it's pretty high stakes kind of dramedy um, stuff, which has been really good. But I think as soon as I finish that, I've got to go into Cobra Kai now. <laughs> just to- yeah, I'm watching it. It's fucking great. I mean, I've watched one episode. But I just started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'm wondering uh, where it's going to go because it's like in the movie, bad guy, good guy, and yeah. the first episode is like. Oh, it feels like he's the good guy. He's the protagonist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's the, he's a good guy, but then he's but, starting a dojo with the same rules as his old dojo, which was evil. Like it's so it's, I'm interested. It's, it's yeah. exciting. Yeah. yeah. I finished episodes, Veep. Oh, Sorry. Veep's great. I finished it. The yeah. last episode is just, it's like, yeah, that's what politics would probably be. Like just savage. Yeah. Uh, Awful. Did, like it's terrible. Have you yeah. seen the news that broke today about Giuliani uh, in the Borat 2 movie? Oh, no. no, what happened? Oh, my God. Uh, Borat. Does he come off badly? Oh, <laughs> he comes off He comes off unzipping his fly towards a 15-year-old girl on a bed badly. Oh, like, oh like, that's... And then Borat comes in and says, this is my sister. I don't know that he knows that she's young, but she looks pretty young. She's a reporter who... Uh, but also, he's really old as well. Yeah, and so it is... Uh, it, it wow. Is, yeah, they do like a report like in a hotel room, and then once the camera shut down, they've got, of course, cameras around the hotel room, and he goes into the bedroom and uh, starts playing with his fly on the bed, and then Borat comes in and is like, this is my sister. What are you, what are you doing? But it's fucking Giuliani. Like, it's, it's wow. You're in trouble, son. Yeah, you're in trouble, son. Uh, he'll be fine. It's American Trump, politics. Trump will be like, it's I America. don't know him. Who Do is it? I don't know this guy. Who is it? Who? Uh, Giuliani, I, don't, I never heard of him. Sure, he just gave me a hard drive of Hunter Biden's <laughs> stuff that he got from somewhere. That's the other stories. There, uh, the right winger uh, coming on Hunter Biden's hard drive got got found, and uh, Giuliani found it um, at a uh, a repair place on the oh. other side of the country. It's like, sure, he didn't come from Russia. Are you sure? <laughs> Because he just kind of Giuliani just found it. The repair place guy was like, this is Hunter Biden's thing. I'll just check the hard drive and the emails. Oh, I'll give this to Rudy Giuliani. It's just like, it just reeks of, of, of like the worst made up story ever. And uh, and yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, we've got, we've got two weeks till election time. So it's just going to get nuts. Oh, it's going to get nuts. Yeah. It's the best thing, best worst thing in the world. It's like watching Veep in real life. Yeah. It reminds, it reminds me, there was one more random fact uh, relating to American politics. Awesome. Um, Let's close out the episode on it. Yeah. Oh, I've got one quick thing then. To okay. So before we finish on the fact, because going on what you were saying, Jason, um, I've got a long form article that I haven't read, but it's basically about these American spies in different countries like China, Russia, like countries, you know, that are against America sort of thing. Yeah. Who go down with this mystery illness and they think that there's some super sound weapon that they get hit with and they get migraines and um uh, lose your balance. I can't remember what that's called. Wow, that I had yeah, vertigo, vertigo, and yeah. all these crazy things where they're just shut down. That people have to resign from their jobs and stuff like that. And they think it's like this secret mystery weapon. Oh, that's crazy. Is it uh, coming from Cooper Pedy? I bet you oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, have you know be. what it is? It's the rattlesnake tails on the lizard yeah. men. They've been going through Trump's uh, tax things and they realized they've also realized that Trump has paid more tax in China than he has in America. Oh, yes, yeah, <laughs> this morning. He's been trying for years to get shit across there. And yeah. <laughs> 
And now it's just revenge because they said no to him so many times. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Rick Brown. Anyway, Rick Brown. Mathematician Kurt Godel prepared for his US citizenship exam. Um, This was uh, a long time ago, back in the, Mm. um, the, you know, Einstein era. Oh. He discovered an inconsistency in the Constitution that could, despite its individual articles to protect democracy, allow the USA to become a dictatorship. Um, oh. He discovered this while he was studying studying for his citizenship exam. Wow! Um, and it's still and it's yeah, it's it's just one of those catch twenty twos in the Constitution. There's like an article that protects all these non negotiable things to stop to stop uh, dictatorship being able to happen, but that article doesn't stop you from changing that article. Is right. <laughs> it's hard to change the, the constitution as well. Like there's yeah, an article yeah. that make, makes it means that you need 100%, you know, agreement to do all this stuff. Otherwise yeah. you can't change it. Uh, but the article can be changed fairly easily. <laughs> and he's like, oh, do you know? If, and they're like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> oh, so it still exists. So anyway, we look forward to that. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so it's only a matter of time before. Um, so hopefully I didn't just alert uh, <laughs> Trump to that. I'm sure he yeah, knew yeah, about that, that right away. Because I know he's I, he's a long time listener. Oh, he yeah. is. He loves he loves it. Uh, it's because we yeah, got as it. soon as Jason started following him on Twitter, he got on board. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't follow him on Twitter. Oh, I don't actually check in. I just what? check his what I happened? just check his feed. Oh. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't actually he follow. Knows, him. But he knows that's the same as following. I'm like him. I'm like you're yeah. not getting my number, fucker. Like I'll just. Oh, he's got it. Oh, he's the president. He's the following most powerful your person in the world. There's so many people who like retweet him and and stuff like that. That uh, like, if I need to understand anything he's uh, he's said, it's always in my feed. But um, but yeah, it's not um, <laughs> there if you need. There if you need. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I don't follow him as such, which because I didn't want to give him the satisfaction of having me being part of the number. That, being that his boosts, billionth follower. Yeah, the, you get invited to the White House. Boost his ego. It's my my little uh, line in the sand. I will watch you from over here. <laughs> uh, well, thanks so much for tuning in this week, everybody. Uh, it has been a fun re- uh, Karate Kid retrospective episode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we should pick more movies to uh, to retrospect or maybe just a movie to watch together as well. Um, I think that'll be a nice thing once we're uh, in different places all the time. Um as well, I'm gonna be, has I'm anyone gonna seen the, the new Adam weeks, Sandler uh, Halloween movie yet? Be Halloween. Uh yeah. There's a new. No, uh, I haven't. It's it's like the Waterboy character, but not the yeah. Waterboy character. It's like oh. classic Sandler. Oh. Uh, and yeah. I've uh, uh, Clementine started to watch it, and apparently there's a whole bunch of vomit stuff in the first two minutes, and she can't yes. get much vomit stuff. And I'm, I'm like, uh, like Carl will love that. But I've read articles where they're like, "This is classic Sandler. Like this is good stuff." So uh, I feel like maybe we should give it a watch before Halloween. I've um, seen the preview and it's I like, mean, it's. I didn't watch the preview going, oh, fuck, like I have with a lot of his other stuff. It's. It looks like a kind of kiddie, like a tween horror film sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, yeah. I mean, we have pretty much, we have analysed every Adam Sandler offering, I think, at some point. And um, we did have money on who was going to be like the villain. Like, uh, was it going to be Rob Schneider? Was it going to be... Uh, I didn't. We talked about that as well. Even if so. Rob Schneider's not in it, he's the villain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you'll have to be in it somewhere Schneider's as a racist pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear his voice. He's like a, 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 a yeah, like a computer animated skeleton or something like that. So I'm going to watch it. I'm going to I'm going to commit to watching the Sandler Halloween film between now and yeah. next week. I'm going to watch it. So All there's right. no. I don't know what's happening with Halloween, but there's like 
we're yeah. doing a park thing rather than a door-to-door thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, we're just I'm, some kids are going to accidentally bump into each other at the park. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> Here's all the lollies we've been touching. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, trick or treat, trick, trick. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. This this uh, it's been a fun episode this week. Uh, you can uh, if it's always you fun. Are... What are you talking about? Fuck you, Jesse. Gary. <laughs> Reach um, body waves. <laughs> Look at them magic mic moves. <laughs> That's hypnotic. It's like you're doing a gif, 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 a meme. Or something <laughs> that it's just loose, but it's not a meme. Uh, you can join us on Telegram if you want. We explained that earlier. You can also uh, sponsor the podcast via Patreon. Head to Patreon forward slash. How about this? Uh, you can jump on board uh, and uh, commit some monthly uh, money to us to help keep the podcast live uh, and uh, on air because it costs a little bit of money to do that. Um, so uh, it helps support the podcast via Patreon. Uh, otherwise, thank you so very much for listening. Uh, tell a friend if you enjoy the podcast and we will uh, talk to you again next week. Okay, bye. See ya. Sweep my leg, hooly doolies. <laughs>